What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, what is going on, everybody, friends and new friends? My name is Nick Person. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And I'm so thankful that you have joined us as we have been reading through the Gospel of John. Today, if you are not familiar with how we normally do it today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the passage in its entirety. And then I'm just going to give some feedback, some next steps, some insights to what we read. And so that hopefully today that you can walk more in alignment with Jesus. So today I'm reading John 7, verse 37 through 52. And I'm reading from the CSB version. And of course, if you have joined us before, I often talk about my CSB, Tony Evans Study Bible. And so what I love about the Study Bible, it gives some insights into the text. And so if you don't have a Study Bible, I would encourage you to go out and get one. They have an NIV Study Bible, ESV Study Bible, all kinds of different translations and Study Bibles. And of course, they have a Tony Evans Study Bible, which I just love uh, Tony Evans as a pastor. But you don't have to get that one. They are all pretty stinking good to give you deeper insights into what the text is saying. So I'm going to read in this entirety and then we'll come back and I'll pull out some highlights and we will go from there. So John chapter 7, beginning in verse 37 out of the CSB translation says this. <clears throat> On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Verse 40. When some of the crowd heard these words, they said, This truly is the prophet. Others said, This is the Messiah. But some said, Surely the Messiah doesn't come from Galilee, does he? Doesn't the scripture say that the Messiah comes from David's offspring and from the town of Bethlehem where David lived? So the crowd was divided because of him. Some of them wanted to seize him, but no one laid hands on him. Verse 45. Then the servants came to the chief priests and Pharisees who asked them, why didn't you bring him in? The servants answered, no man ever spoke like this. Then the Pharisees responded to them, are you fooled too? Have any of the rulers of Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, which doesn't know the law, is accursed. Verse 50, Nicodemus, Nicodemus, the one who came to him previously and who was one of them, said to them, Our law doesn't judge a man before it hears from him and knows what he is doing. Does it? You aren't from Galilee too, are you? They replied, Investigate and you will see that no prophet arises from Galilee. Wow, this is a rich, uh, really 15 verses that we just read right here. Um, and it just more so reveals the person of Jesus. One of my favorite gospels is John because I just feel like it's one of Jesus' best friends just writing an account of what he saw, what he heard of his best friend. And so, and I love that John goes by the disciple in which Jesus loved. And that's not like a prideful thing. That's a, the most important thing John knew about himself was the fact that his savior and his friend loved him because that changed everything. And really that's the most important thing about us is that we are loved by a savior. It changes everything about us. So I want to bring your attention to verse number 37. The last and most important day of the festival, 
Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. What Jesus is saying is all of us are spiritually thirsty. You guys are spiritually thirsty. The only way to quench your thirst is to come to the well that is me. Jesus. And you got to think, if if you heard this in a crowd after a festival or even think a carnival in our context, you would go, what in the world? What is going on? But what Jesus is saying, he's giving them the answer to their chief problem and issue. And then let's go on to verse 39. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. When the text says glorified right here, what it means is Jesus has not yet been crucified and resurrected from the grave. And so when you see that, know that it's talking about the debt has not been paid in full and the overcoming of the grave has not happened yet. So Jesus has not yet been glorified to really reveal who he truly is yet. And once Jesus did that, and once Jesus ascends to heaven, that's when the Holy Spirit comes, the helper. Let's keep going. Verse number 42. Doesn't the scripture say the Messiah comes from David's offspring and from the town of Bethlehem where David lived? See, what's interesting is it's sometimes the loudest people in the room don't know the actual truth. I even think about social media. Sometimes the loudest voices we tend to listen to, but sometimes the loudest voices are not the ones who are telling the truth. And so we have this crowd that say, hey, doesn't the Messiah, you know, come from Bethlehem? Isn't he David's offspring? Well, the thing that these loud people were missing out on was the fact that Jesus very much is in the lineage of David. They did not know what they were talking about. Even though they were the loudest in the room, didn't mean that they were experts on the subject. And I think that's something that we can learn from. Let's go down to verse number 46. The servants answered, no man ever spoke like this. So some of the leading Pharisees and Sadducees were like, hey, why didn't you bring this man in? Why didn't you arrest this man? Why didn't you bring him to justice? And they're like, listen, we know and recognize that what he said was true. We heard him talk and we changed our minds based on who he was. Like Jesus's words and his um, I guess, knowledge of the scripture. It was like he was speaking about his own self because it was. They were mesmerized by this word. They saw the fruit of Jesus's life and they couldn't deny what he was rooted in and they couldn't deny what kind of tree he was because fruit does not lie. And I think that's important for us to remember the fruit of our lives, the fruit of what we're rooted in, the fruit of what kind of tree we have been changed to be is going to be evident for those who hear and see us. And so We've got nothing to prove. We just get to be. And so remember, your fruit doesn't lie. Just keep living for the Lord. Fix your eyes. Walk in step with your eyes are fixed upon. And the evidence of your life will be more than sufficient. And then lastly, verse number 52. You aren't from Galilee too, are you? They replied. Investigate and you will see that no prophet arises from Galilee. This is so interesting because yet again, they are wrong. Um, Jonah was from a town that was rooted in Galilee. And so uh, the prophet Jonah was there. So they're wrong. And what they're trying to do to Nicodemus is they're trying to shame him. They're going, oh, you don't believe this guy, which is interesting because Nicodemus, if he was allowed to be honest in that moment and to be fully vulnerable and transparent, would say, actually, I go and talk to this guy at nighttime because there's something about him. I can't deny the fruit of his life. And I'm intrigued to know if he really is who he says he is. And so they're really kind of criticizing the wrong person because Nicodemus was already in on Jesus. He knew that he was different. He had an inclination that he truly was the Messiah. And so he was seeking that out.
And so today, as you think about what we read in John chapter 7, verse 37 through 52, a couple of things to remember. For one, the loudest voice in the room doesn't mean it's the right voice. And the way you know what you know is through Scripture and through knowing Christ. So keep beholding Him because you become what you behold. And I pray that today you can walk better and step with the King. And I pray that your eyes will stay fixed on the King. And I pray that your feet will continue to follow what your eyes are fixed upon. No, we are for you and we hope to see you back here tomorrow as we continue to navigate through the book of John. Y'all behave yourselves, be safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.